For this command is a lamp. This teaching is a light, and correction and instruction are the way to life. Proverbs 6:23. Join Bishop Patrick Bruce of the Lighthouse Chapel International Bantama as he brings you the pure, unadulterated Word of God. This teaching is anointed, practical, down to earth, and full of wisdom, and will refresh, energize, and bring healing to your body and soul. Listen to the Word of God. Oh, I thought you were doing better than that. Amen. Hallelujah. Turn to the person behind you or in front of you. Tell the person I'm happy to meet you in church this morning. There are many places we could be. But here we are in church. It's a beautiful place to be. And I believe that this morning, God will speak to all of us and give us some direction and a path to follow. Let us pray. Father, thank you so very much for every opportunity we have to share fellowship like this thank you for every time every occasion every day when we gather here in your house to hear you speak to us and my prayer is let today be no exception let today be another occasion for you to change us from within by a seed planted in our hearts that will grow to bear much fruit and make us fruitful in the house in, in our lifetime. Bless us in all that we do. In Jesus' name. And all the saints said, Amen. 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 God bless you. You may be seated. Hallelujah. I've been away for a couple of weeks, but this morning I'm here. Yeah. And uh, I had my birthday a couple of days ago. And, and I received so many messages. It took me two days to reply them. But I tried to reply everybody. Because it's very nice to receive these wishes and um, thank you all so so very much amen. amen when is your turn we'll also send you messages amen. and we'll celebrate you amen. just yesterday i was talking to a young lady and she told me no one likes it and i said oh why do you say that and she said that it's true no one likes it and Everybody ignores her. Nobody minds her. And um, she's alone in the world. And I spent a long time talking to her. Tap your neighbor. Tell her or him, I like you. 
it's, it's very important. I like you. You know, you know, listen, listen, listen. Some of you are too. It, it, is, it is real that some people feel unloved. And, and she, was, she spoke for almost an hour telling me how she left and nobody noticed she had left. You know. Tell your neighbor, I like you. Tell, remind your neighbor, I like you. I still like you. No matter how useless you are, I still like you. So, are, are you listening? So we spoke for a while and then I told her that, listen, it's not true. Someone likes you. And I um, said, do you know I like you? She said, yes, that one she knows. I said, okay. So if I do, others do all. Tell anybody I like you. Once again, tell anybody I like you. I like you. Yeah, I like you. And um, I was thinking, that is the power of church. That is the power of church. Church is a place where we don't come to church to mark a register. Or we don't come to church as a formality. It's Sunday. It's Sunday. Yes, it's Sunday. And Sunday is the Sabbath for the Christians. The Lord's Day. And it's the day that we gather in church. But tell tell, tell neighbor one more time. Don't just come. Tap your neighbor. Oh, tap him on the shoulder. Don't just come. Come with a, with a, with a, a purpose that I'm coming to meet God. Amen. Yeah. Anyway, we had a long talk and finally I was able to bring some relief to her. You know, and, and that is what church is. It's a place where we gather and... Um, strengthen ourselves it's a place where we learn more and more about Jesus hallelujah and, and that is why we are called Christians we are called Christians because we follow Jesus Christ he's the, the Christian is a follower or a we are Ghanaians we are citizens of this country and so the in ien is a what is it you add on to the word to make it a follower reggie what is it ruth mary uh, make it what we are so we are christians followers of christ but some of you you are uh, away much some of you i mean one day are you listening one day i met a young man who said i suspect i'm not my father's child this is before dna became common where we can now go and check to verify whether you are or you are not he said i suspect i am not my father's child and they asked why do you suspect you are not your father's child he said i'm different from the others i'm different they are one way i don't look like them i'm different though we are all like brothers in the house i'm different tap your neighbor some of you are different from jesus 
tap your neighbor. Some of you, you are different from Jesus. We suspect that you are not our father's child. Amen. And, and that is why this morning, what I'm about to preach is important. Because that family, we join it easily. And every day, every occasion, there's an opportunity to join and be a real child of that family. It's an opportunity. And this morning, you have an opportunity, a chance to be a real follower of Jesus. I didn't hear amen. I didn't hear a good amen. This morning, you have a chance to become a little bit more like Jesus. Tell somebody a little bit more like Jesus. And we have a, a, a chance and an opportunity to copy him a little bit more. Hallelujah. And that is why this morning I'm talking about maximize Sunday usage. Amen. Maximize how to, oh, if you are clapping, clap well. If you are, yes. How to be, how to be a bit more like Jesus in this world. Amen. Luke chapter 4 and verse 6. And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, how I many know that we have habits? We have habits. Recently, not recently, some time ago, I was talking to somebody, and as we were talking, he just put his hand into his nose and began to wiggle. How many have seen some before? Put his hand in his nose and began to twiggle, twiggle, twiggle. And you see, I don't think he planned to do it in front of me. I don't think that was his plan. How many have done some before in your room? Or quietly somewhere in your bathroom? Yeah, you see, you do it when you are alone. But when, you, when it becomes a habit, you don't think about it. You just do it automatically. And so, Jesus had a habit as his custom was. You must have habits. Amen. And they should be good habits because those habits, you do them automatically. One very good habit is quiet time. Quiet time. It it is a time to open your Bible. Read your Bible, pray every day. Please do me a favor this morning. Ask your neighbor, yesterday, did you have quiet time? Today, I know you didn't have. I know. Because you're coming to church. Today, I know you came. This is your quiet time. So I'm okay with that one. Please tap your neighbor. Ask him yesterday. Did you have your quiet time? How many said yes? Only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Tell somebody what a shock. It's not a habit still. It is still something you are doing by instruction. It should, it should come to the point where it is a habit. Amen. How many brushed their teeth yesterday? Uh, no, no <laughs> How about this morning? How many brushed their teeth this morning? How many thought about it? No, nobody. You just wake up and brush your teeth and just move on because it's, it's a habit. How many feel very bad when you don't brush your teeth? 
you, you can't talk you can't even have breakfast you can't drink water you need to brush your teeth before you can go out of your room can, can I see your hand again at the back you're not like that we must cultivate good habits which we do automatically without thinking and they help us to grow and mature more and more but Jesus had a habit and it was he went into the synagogue into the church remember Jesus was a Jew we are Christians because we follow Christ but he was a Jew so for him church was a synagogue don't say you're going to a synagogue no 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 no. you've missed the road that was his church the synagogue and and for us we are not the jews we are the christians the followers of jesus christ and so his habit was to go to the church to the synagogue and our habit are, are you here this morning our habit should be to go to church now do me a favor ask your neighbor once again last week sunday where were you please please ask last week sunday where were you were you in church or you were somewhere else because we have shifting cultivation some who come and don't come come and don't come come but it should be a habit that we are in church every sunday amen the Bible says, as was his habit, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. Amen. Amen. This is Nazareth. Verse 31. And Jesus came down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and he taught them on the Sabbath so on another sabbath a different sabbath jesus came down to a different city and he taught them amen Amen. chapter six chapter six and it came to pass on the second sabbath after the first that he went through the cornfields and his apples plucked the ears of corn and did eat rubbing them with his hands he was moving about on the sabbath day look at verse 6 and it came to pass also on another are you here this morning on another sabbath that he entered into the synagogue and he taught and there was a man whose right hand was with it hallelujah chapter 13 Luke chapter 13 we could have gone through matthew or mark or john or any of the gospels but i just chose Luke, because I like Luke. Verse 10. And he was teaching in one of the synagogues. 
on the Sabbath. Amen. Amen. This morning, I want us to see a pattern, see a, see a pattern in what Jesus was doing. And that is that he had a habit of going to church on the Sabbath day, which to us is the Lord's day and which to us is Sunday. He had a habit, he had a culture, he had a custom of going to church every Sunday. Every Sunday. Amazing. There are some people who have no intention of going to church every Sunday. They go to church as they feel. When they wake up in the morning, look at the temperature, look around, look at the weather, look at their shoes, look around and say, today am I going to church? And then they say, I, I may go, I, I may not. And then they are in between. But Jesus was not like that. How to be more like Jesus? How to be, you, you say you are a Christian. How to be like the person you are following? That you become a real Christian. Not a fake Christian or not a pretender in the house, but a real follower of Jesus Christ. And the first thing is, hold your neighbor's dress and pull the dress. Every Sunday. Oh, please hold it well. Every Sunday. You should be in church. Amen. Look. Hold your neighbor's chin and turn the face to face you. Say, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. Every Sunday. You see, some of you are looking at me. How can you look at me at this time? How can you be looking at me at this time? When you are looking at your neighbor. Susan, you are looking down at your lap. How can you look at your lap at this time? Who's lying down there on the floor? Turn to your neighbor and say, it's a very serious thing I'm saying. You've got to listen to me. You've got to listen to me. Turn the chin towards you. And say to your neighbor, every Sunday. If not, uh, 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 sorry, sorry, rewind. Rewind, rewind. Start. If you are a Christian. Every Sunday. You should be in church. Just like your master. Put your hands together for the Lord. Every Sunday. Now, hold the other person's chin. It means reverse. And tell him, if I am not in church, something serious has happened. Yeah. That's the only reason why you shouldn't be in church. Something serious has happened. Not some lazy lie in bed. Not some resting my bones. Tell him what bones are you... Sunday, you are not in church. You are at home watching television. Tap your neighbor's head. Are you mad? Tap your neighbor's head, the side of the head, gently, before you make the person mad. Tap your neighbor's head. Are you mad? Sunday, you are watching TV. You are lying in bed watching cantata or watching, what, what do you watch on Sunday morning? Football. Kumkumbagia. And, and listen, tell them, don't say I'm watching a church service on Sunday morning. 
No, no, no. Those who watch online TV is because they practically cannot go. Those who are online TV, online services is, is, a, is a backup for those who really cannot go or are out of town or have traveled somewhere and are not unable to physically go there. Once you can physically go there, you should be there physically. I didn't hear amen. I didn't hear a loud amen. amen. So, the first habit of Jesus was that Sunday, I should be in church. Amen. amen. Tell neighbor, I'll see you next Sunday. That's the first. Amen. That's the first exam we are doing next Sunday. I'll see you. Hallelujah. But it is. It is. We learn from Jesus that he set aside the Sabbath as a day that was special. Exodus chapter 20 and verse 8 it says, remember the Sabbath day. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Hallelujah. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Now, now what is holy? What is something that is holy? What is holy? Something that is set aside for a religious purpose or something that is dedicated to a God or to a deity. So when we say something is holy, the opposite of holy is profane. Profane has come to mean dirty words like profane language in our common usage. But profane simply means normal. It's not ordinary for common use. And in those days, the common people had filthy language. That's how they spoke. Kwasia. It's common language. Yeah, that's common language. But holy is set aside and dedicated for a special purpose. Dedicated to or or consecrated to a God. And and so Moses in his laws tells us in Exodus chapter 20, Sunday, the Sabbath day, is the day dedicated to God. Set aside. It means Sunday is the day when you wake up. What am I doing for my God? For my God. What am I doing with my God? God is on, on Sunday. When you wake up Sunday, tap your neighbor once again. Tell them Sunday is for God. When I was in school, I remember when we, I mean, during the normal term, we have other activities. We have parties, you go out spend time with friends, hang around the place. I mean, we do all kinds of things. But when it gets to exams week, no matter how foolish you are, exams week, you shut down. Shut down everything, all foolishness, and then it's books. And we dedicate all that time to learning for the exam that is coming up. Those days are dedicated for the exams. 
It means that from this time, as we understand the Sabbath better and better, Sunday is dedicated to God. Amen. Amen. Are you listening? Sunday is a day we set it aside that this day, it says keep it holy. Keep it holy. Keep this Sunday as the day that if nothing, if I do nothing for my God, Sunday, I'll do something. Because that is the day that is set aside for my God. Yeah. Hallelujah. It's a day, it's a day that God is uppermost. I mean, how many will, will, will accept that during the week sometimes you forget about God small, small? How many will agree with me? During the week sometimes under pressure, you have assignments, you are running up and down, you forget. I mean, you, you, God must take a slightly lower position in your life. When you have exams, you must you push God outside. No problem. We accept it. We accept it. No, it's not right. We accept it. But Sunday, tell him, but Sunday. No, he didn't say well. But Sunday. Sunday is for God. It's a day set aside for God. And from, and you see, Sunday is not two hours of Sunday morning, 9 to 11. No, that's not Sunday. Sunday is not 11 to 12, 1. That's not Sunday. Sunday is from midnight. Or, or zero, 00, what, what is the first zero, 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 0001. The first minute of the day up to 2359. Is, is am I correct? Yeah, that's Sunday. That's Sunday. Not 09.30 to 11.30. Tap your neighbor say, don't be silly. Please tap him. Don't be silly. Don't make two hours and say that my Sunday is for God. Two hours, Sunday morning. Tell him rubbish. Hey, you didn't say it. At the back, they're watching you. Tap him and say, no, no, don't be silly. You can't give me two hours and that's Sunday. Sunday, it means Sunday. It means the day. Yeah. It means the day. Amen. Amen. And, and you see, when you read about Jesus, I think it's in all the chapters. He was sitting with, with some Pharisees and they were eating together. Yeah. He was still fellowshipping with others. Where were they? Chapter 14. Chapter 14. And it came to pass that he went into the house of one of the chief Pharisees to eat bread on the Sabbath. And they watched him. He was still at work because they were always mocking him to see what he was doing. Hallelujah. Sunday. Tell somebody Sunday. It's for God. And, and, and Sunday is the day that most people are available. That's the day you are, you are most able to do something for God. Hallelujah. It's the day that is most easily set aside for God. Amen. And that is why I want us to adopt a new culture. Are you here this morning? That from today, today is Sunday, not next week. 
from today, Sunday is for God. Do you agree? From today. Sunday is for God. Oh, I thought you were clapping in the back there. It's from today. Sunday is the day that we have set aside that we're going to be mindful of God and to do something for God. Hallelujah. And I I am in in ministry. I'm a full-time minister. So all I do is Monday to Monday I work for God. I am a full-time minister. This this is my work. I used to be a pharmacist. Then I, I gave it up to be a pastor. So for me, I used to work Monday to Friday, Mina, as a pharmacist. As you will be as a doctor. I'll be working as a pharmacist. Then Saturday and Sunday, I become a pastor. Until I changed and then I became a full-time minister that all my days are set aside. But, but not you. And, and that is why for us who are lay people, we spend the whole week doing other things. It's okay. But from today, we, we take out Sunday. Amen? Amen? We take out Sunday and use it for God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and you see, we are, we are working for God. I work for God all the days of my life. But you work for private businesses, for schools, for banks, for KNUST, Ghana Health Service. You work for... You're working for different people. You work for who? Let them Lebanese people. <laughs> ask him about who do you work for. Ask him about who do you work for. Who, ask him who do you work for. We, we all work for, and some are working for themselves. Yeah, we are for different people. But you see, if, if we decide to use Sunday, to use Sunday for God, huh? if we decide to use Sunday for God, it means that in a year, we use 52 days working for God. If, if we forget those of us who are full time, you are late, you work for the bank, you work for the ministry, you work as a doctor, you, I don't know what you work for, you work somewhere. If we decide to use Sunday as a working day, it means in a year we work 52 days for God. In a normal week, we work five days. So 52 days means 10 weeks. 10 weeks. Yeah. Two and a half months for God. If we decide to work, are you listening? If all of us decide to work for God only on Sundays, don't come full time. I won't pay you. Stay where you are. But if we all decide to work for God only on Sundays, it means in a year, you have worked for God for 
10 weeks plus two days over. Add some holidays. It becomes almost 11 or 12 weeks. It means in a year, you have worked for God for two and a half to three months. Imagine that you have chosen to work for God two and a half months in a year. What a great thing you have done. Working for God. For two, it's like I'm working in my office, then I take two months off to go and work for God, then I come back and continue my job. I think it's a great thing you have done. It's a great, wonderful thing. And, and oh, Cloud, if you are, and, and if you are, if you are working for, I mean, any, any employer would be great, would greatly appreciate you coming to work for him for two months. I tell you, some of these short courses that we do, they are three month courses, this qualifies. It's a great thing. And I tell you, God will be happy that I have somebody who has volunteered to work for me free for three months in the year. Wouldn't you be happy? An employer, you have some staff who have come to your office and they are planning to work for you for three months in the year, free of charge, working for you. What a great thing it is. What a great thing it is. And I wish that starting today, all of us here will become part-time employers, employees of God. Working for God. I mean, what? Ask him, who do you want to work for? Coca-Cola or Bank of Ghana, Bank of America or God? Who do you want to work for? Who's a better employer? Who has better working conditions? Who has a better pension plan? Ah, put your hands together for the Lord. That's a far better pension. I mean, most pension plans, the last year, God is for eternity. It will keep you for eternity. Hallelujah. I want us to start something this today, today, this very day, that we decide to work for God, as Jesus did. Amazing. In the Bible, no other day is mentioned. Not Monday, not Tuesday, not Wednesday, not Thursday, not Friday. No other day. As if to highlight the Sabbath. As if to indicate that Jesus was working, but on this day, it is specifically mentioned that he worked on the Sabbath. Because maybe they knew that a time would come when we would do the opposite and not work on the Sabbath. Maybe they knew that a time would come when there will be a generation of Christians who on Sabbath also are going to rest, going to have siesta at home, going to go to church for two hours, go home, rest, have lunch, uh, go to town. Now you can do shopping on Sunday. You can do everything on Sunday. So maybe they, they knew that there will be a generation of Christians where Sunday would be practically just another normal working day. Where Sunday would be a day where you do all your normal things. And some people even like Sunday to watch films, relax, and just take their time. And that's why it was inserted. These verses were inserted in the Bible. Hello, hello, hello. These verses were in the Bible inserted as a prompt that don't take the Sabbath as a day of doing nothing but rather as a day of doing something for God. Maybe that's why it was inserted. They knew that down the line, some people were coming. 
There will be a time when Sunday and now Sunday is shopping. Most offices, I was just talking to a young lady this morning. She's gone to the bank. Sunday morning, Sunday morning, Sunday morning. Why? I'm going to work. Yeah, I'm going to work. They, they knew uh, there would be a people who Sunday morning opened their shops. One person told me, Sunday morning I have better sales. Uh, you see, I'm laughing. Sunday morning, they're all in the shop. I have sales, but Sunday morning is my cocoa season. So Sunday, I open my shop and I sit there. So pastor, when I don't come, I'm sitting in my shop. Have many neighbors said madness. You have lost the reason why God gave us Sunday. It is that he has shown us by example that he was working on Sunday for God. Not for himself. Amen. Are you here this morning? I want us to also have that culture that Sunday I work for God. Amen. I want us to also acquire it. Begin to be a little bit more like Jesus. A little bit more like Jesus that on the Sabbath he was working. Working. Verse Chapter 6, verse 6. And it came to pass on another Sabbath that he entered to the synagogue and taught. So on, on Sunday, there will be teaching. Teaching. Amen. Amen. Tap your neighbor. Tell him, give me one verse. From Isaiah. See that. Isaiah is the most quoted Old Testament book in the New Testament. Tap your neighbor. John 3.16. That one there. I suspect you know. But John 3.17. Hallelujah. And, and many of us don't know the Bible at all. Don't know the Bible. Some don't even have a Bible. Don't have a Bible. Don't ne- look, tell me about it. never lift your phone and say it's a Bible. Never. Don't say, oh, my Bible's on my phone or my. Tell them, I-, I will not say what I'm thinking about you. That your phone is a Bible. It's not a Bible at all. Is a pot, is a gateway to a whole world of everything possible. Some good, many bad. That's the phone. It's a gateway, it's a doorway into a whole world where there are many, many things. A few are good, but most are bad, I believe, on the internet. Most are bad. Amen. On Sunday is a day where there's teaching. It means either you come to be taught or you come to teach. Which one will you do? Which one will you do? To teach or be taught. And, and what we are doing right now is not teaching. or it's, it's, We are preaching. So don't say I've been taught already. I'm going home now. Hey. Tell me about hey. You have not been taught. We are, we are preaching. This is preaching. Teaching comes afterwards. 
teaching comes afterwards. Sunday, Jesus taught them. And you see, many of us don't know much about our faith. That's how come you find Christians diverting into other religions so easily. But you rarely hear of Muslims coming to Christianity. That one is a battle, tug of war. It's a real hard battle to convert one Muslim. Hey, I've done it before. You talk for years. But you find Christians diverting easily into other religions. Some without even prompting. Because you don't have a foundation in what you believe. Ask your neighbor, what is John 28? Matthew 28, what is there? Matthew 28, what is there? What is there? The Great Commission. How many can give me the Great Commission? The Great Commission. How many can quote it? No, No challenger. Amen. Because we have not been taught. And, and many of us, are, are you listening? Many of us, we are Christians in name only. We identify with the Christianity because you have a Christian name or you, your parents were Christians or you went to church a couple of times. But you don't have much teaching, much grounding. That is why the, the sower went out to sow, some seeds fell on the roadside, on the hard earth, and they had no depth. And when the sun rose and the sun beat them and there was persecution, they died immediately. No depth, nothing to make them Christians against any, any, any challenges. No, 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 no. That is the wisdom we are fighting to teach. Amen. Oh, I said amen. amen. Tell somebody you need to learn more about your, what you believe in. Some years ago, I met two guys. They were Mormons. And they met at a place. And they started telling me about what they believe. And they, they, they came, they were very organized. They had scriptures and verses and they had a lot of points. And they were speaking to me. And I said, listen say what you are saying when you finish there's my turn to talk yeah so they spoke about an hour and a half and i said okay good time out now it's my turn and i said you to sit down and i began to point out everything they said was wrong in the bible and they said okay we are coming we'll come tomorrow i said go ahead come tomorrow i'm ready for you we sat down for three days talking every night discussing the bible they will tell me jesus was adam and i said no he wasn't jesus this can you do that can you do that because i have spent time to study the bible many of us we have not amen sunday is a is a great day to learn the bible it's a sunday look sunday when we finish church don't run away. Spend another extra hour to start and join a small group. Where are the small group teachers? Join a small group on Sunday and we spend a little bit more time to know the Bible properly. Spend a, an extra hour on Sunday to 
read something you would not have read otherwise. Jesus came into the synagogue and taught. May you learn more about the faith you have. To become a man of faith, to believe better in the Jesus we profess. Hallelujah. And, and, and there was a man whose right hand was withered. And, and they watched to see whether he would heal on the Sabbath. I tell you, Sunday is a day for healing. Yeah. Sunday is a day for healing. There, recently, there's much talk about mental health. Tell your neighbor, a lot of people are smiling. But they are broken inside. How many have been there before? You are smiling outside but crying inside. Can I see your hand? Smiling outside and crying inside. How many have been pretending everything is okay when it was not okay at all? Can I see your hand? It's not, I mean, you were even dying inside and you are just walking around smiling as if the world is normal. Do me a favor. Look at your neighbor and check. Are you okay? Are you okay? Because some are here, they are not okay. Yeah, they are not okay at all. They are here and they are, that's why there was a girl who said, no one loves me. And she was a church member. My church member. She said, no one loves me. Stroke your neighbor's chin. Say, I love you like sugar cane. Oh, stroke their chin. No, don't propose. No propose. No proposals allowed. Just stroke the chin. That I love you like sugar cane. Say, you are, look, you are my, you are nearly my best friend. Nearly, nearly my best friend. Tell the person. Hey, stroke your neighbor's chin. Hey, at the back, at the back. Are you exempted? You know something? Put your arm around your neighbor and tell him or her, I care for you. I care for you. You don't know what you are doing. You are healing somebody. You are taking away hurt and pain. You are taking away disappointment and disillusionment. Somebody feels no one loves me. Say, hey, I am here. I love you like sugar cane. Put your hand on the neighbor. You, you see you are alone here. You are, you are doing remote control. <laughs> Put your hand on. Oh, other back there. Tell the person. Ah, I, I care for you. Look, as you, uh, look, look, listen to me. Listen to me. You have no idea what a broken heart is. How many had a broken heart before? Broken hearts. You have. <laughs> I will ask a question. Hey! Broken hearts. Look, the day I proposed and they said no. I, I, could, <laughs> I couldn't see their way forward. I was walking to my dormitory and I, as I was walking, I, was, I, I couldn't see. Where was I going? And, and you see, what, listen, listen, listen. What happens is with time, you adjust, but you don't heal. You don't heal. You just get used to it. And just begin to live like this. I'm not okay. I'm not part of them. 
That is why when you come to church, you see, it, it pains me when I, I see somebody is new in church and is standing alone by himself. It pains me. You have no idea what it is to be alone by yourself. You have no idea. That is why when you come to church and we're in such a crowd and somebody just says hi and puts his hand around you, put your hand around your neighbor again. Say, ah, I like you. Like, uh, you are my best you're my best, best friend. You're going to borrow somebody. <laughs> yeah. You are healing somebody. I said you are healing somebody. Put your hand on somebody's head. May every confusion in your head disappear this morning. May every inferior thoughts plaguing you be removed right now in the name of Jesus. Any lingering suicidal self-destructive thoughts that are just hovering around be cast out of your head in Jesus name. Anybody who feels nobody cares for him this morning know you are loved and valued like our special brother and our special sister and our like Benjamin and Joseph to Jacob the, the baby of my old age the child I love very much that's who you are to God a very special child never feel that yeah. Look, it is, it is hey, what have you done what, what have you where verse 7 where have you gone to verse 8 what have, what have, hey, be careful whether he would heal on the Sabbath. Yes, you will heal on the Sabbath. Amen. Yes, on the Sabbath, you become okay. Amen. When you come to church and you sit down for a while, you'll be okay. Amen. I see you becoming okay. Amen. But it takes, but it, you see, you, you cannot take one chloroquine tablet and say, I'm okay. You can't take one paracetamol tablet, I'm okay. It's a whole course. It's a dosage. That's why you must sit down for a while longer. You must sit a little bit longer. You can't just sit five minutes, I'm going, then you are being healed. No. Even, even, even now, as we are talking, some are feeling better, but you're not healed yet. A bit more. Touch your neighbor once again. Say, I'm healing you, I'm healing you, I'm healing you. I'm healing you. I'm helping you. I'm helping you come out of that depression and that sadness. Yeah, it takes a bit more time. That's why you sit, sit for a while after church. At well, Don't rush off. Sit, sit after here. Amen. Amen. Sunday. Sunday. Someone said Sunday is family time. Hey! Sunday is family time. Me and my husband and my children and we spend time. That's already, hey! We are the family. Tell them we are the Christian family. Those who are not married. I'm coming to you. Those who are not married. Let me tell you a secret. Oh, I'm going there. Don't worry. Crap. Let me tell you a secret. Many. Listen, listen, listen. Many who are married 
are not happy. Uh, who said yes? You're not my dad. Say yes. Who said yes? Be careful. She's here. Listen, 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 listen. I'm closing it very soon. Many who are married are not married. The, the amazing thing, should I tell you? The most amazing thing. When a husband or wife dies, first suspect is the spouse. First accused is the spouse. Yeah. Most and, and most assault cases is the spouse or the partner. Yeah. Most assault cases is the spouse or the partner. Yeah. Many who are married, the smile on their face is not real. It's not real. They are coming. And so listen, and so I'm going to tell you something. This house, this family, is the best family. <laughs> it's the best family. This family, you are not trapped here. You are not locked here against your will. You didn't make a mistake. You married the wrong person. I didn't know he was a wife beater. When I saw him, Jack Toronto, he was smiling. He said, hello, baby. Hello, sweetheart. Hi, darling. Then you are swayed and followed him. Not knowing there's a wild left hand and a backhand. Didn't know that one early. But you are stuck in it. No problem. This family. Ah, here we don't slap, we hug. Yeah, here we, your cheek is for stroking, not for slapping. This is the best family. And this is the place where we learn the best things. Look. Someone told me that the children have to go home and rest for school and get ready and do homework. Let me tell you something. The children should stay here because when they go home and they go to school, they learn bad things. Most children, most children, you don't have parents, you don't have much contact time them and they have more contact time with bad boys and bad girls out there in the world what happens is they learn very many bad things that you the parents you have no idea most parents don't know what their kids know most parents you have no idea children in pornography those who are watching did the parents know you're watching yes they know <laughs> Look, many, many of the children who are sexually active, their parents don't know. Yeah. Your parents think that my angel baby girl is coming. This angel baby girl is a skilled girl into all kinds of stars and demonstrations. And you, and you don't know, you have no idea what she's up to. You see your boy... How many are here? Your parents have no idea what you were doing when you were in secondary school. They they thought you were a very good boy, very good girl. And when you come home, you do your homework and you are smiling. They had no idea. Can I see your hand? I don't know why some hands are dark. Your mommy didn't know. Up to today, she doesn't know. Things you have done. 
and they will never know. But your friends know. That is why when you mix with good friends, they will dilute the badness in you. They will help you to have good ideas and good things. And all the wrong ideas that are floating in the system. There are some friends, when they say, come and watch. Come and see something. What are you going to see? Pornography. Pornography. I have been talking to a boy. No, take your phone. Stand by him. I was talking to a boy, and the other boy was on. No, you are the good boy. You are the naughty boy. The other boy, other boy was on his phone, on his. Uh, as we were talking, he was on his phone. Do you know what he was watching? Pornography. Right in front of us. Then he sat down. Then he sat down. Then we are still talking. Then I said, "Let's go." He couldn't get up. He had an erection. He couldn't get up. He was sitting down there. And look, on the streets, not in the house, on the streets, at the street corner. That is how bad it is. That is how common it is. And you are a parent, my child is okay. You have no idea what the kids are doing. I said, you have no idea what the kids are up to. And so your child is here to mix it at that corner. You see, by the grace of God, thank you, Philip. By the grace of God, there are a few good kids still left in the world. Yeah, by the grace of God. There are some kids who come from families where they have been brought up throughout and they are godly and they are close to God. This is your chance to mix your children and yourself with others who are are God-fearing and God-loving. And when they see these things, among them, they'll sort it out. Among them, they'll sort it out. Yeah. That is why Sunday is a beautiful day to spend the time here in the Lord's presence. It's a beautiful day. Sunday is is a day that we give it to God. I I, I was here from 6. I'll be here till night. It's, It's just a day of... As Sunday evening is coming, I become sad. It's finishing. Because I really like Sunday mornings. I really like Sundays. It's a day that I don't see some of you again. Porsche, I don't see you till next Tuesday or, or Sunday. Some of you are going to Agona or somewhere. I won't see you. Sunday is a day that the family really gathers. Look at George sitting down there. I won't see him again till next Sunday. How can I not like Sunday? How can I not like Sunday? I really like Sundays. I like coming together and sitting down. And just chatting. And sometimes, and, and you see, when you are going home, what are you going to do? Most of you, you don't have a nice house. You don't have a proper place to go to. And it's empty. What are you going to do? You are going to sit in an empty house. And there's not much food there too. Stay here, let's eat kebab and let's drink Coca-Cola and celebrate. Let's spend time together on Sundays. That was Jesus' custom, his, his habits. Spend Sunday teaching and being taught. Aaron, Sunday is for God. Sunday is a day we just hang around church. And we are here. Church closes in a few minutes. 12.31, we have closed. One until night. What are you going to do? Until night. Go home and sit in your room. Then you begin to quarrel with your husband. Now, let's stay here. Spend time. Take a few chairs. Sit 
outside. That's why I have benches out there. They are small, but they are coming back. Just under the trees. These trees, they are destroying my pavement, but I like them. They give us shade. You can sit here for hours and just chat and buy Coca-Cola. Where's Jamie? Buy kebab. You can go anywhere. Yeah. Sunday is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful occasion to spend time together. Let's stay. Let's stay. Hallelujah. Father, thank you so very much for the beauty of this family you have given us. You, Jesus, you, Lord, you are the father of the church, father of the family on earth. This morning, we commit ourselves into your hand. Bind us. Bind us together with the cause of love. Diminish all the differences that are amongst us. Make us to be really one family. Let the love of God be shed abroad in our hearts. Give us real affection one for the other. And Lord, thank you so very, very much. I pray for the ones who feel unwanted. Heal their hearts this morning, oh God. Touch every broken heart this morning. Anyone hurts, wounded inside, anyone carrying sores and hurts from previous relationships, activities, experiences in life, ah, Lord, soothe those aches and pains. Blow away the confusion in, in a mind. Somebody who is hurt and feels unwanted, let him know. Let him know is a lie. Somebody who feels rejected, even by his own family, let him know that this family here, we like you very, very much. We really love you. And Lord, thank you for this family where we love and support each other. Let it be our testimony that there is none amongst us in need. Let it be our testimony that all will have it well. Let everyone here be healed inside and outside and bless us in all that we do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Put your hand on your neighbor and just pray for him. Just put your hand on your neighbor and just pray for him. Just say a word of prayer. Lord, bless my brother, my sister. Touch him wherever he has a need. Be it financial, be it social, be it internal, be it external. Just say a prayer for your brother. And say, Lord, they may not know, but I care for them very much. They may be alone. They may feel abandoned. They may feel unwanted or uncared for. But this is, this is, this is a place where you, you want us to be. Just say 
Lord, let them have a good life. Let them, let the dark clouds be removed. Let all the darkness blow away and let the sun shine clearly through to reach into our hearts. Close to you. 
about your purposes and your plans for us this this morning as we gather maybe you are here and you you know deep in your heart I don't know church like this as a warm place I don't know church as a place where you want to go I, I go because I have to go because it's Sunday and it's my expected duty to go to church like this but I don't know church as a place where I love to gather and love to gather and love to feel, be with people. And, and this morning you are here and you say, Pastor, this is not my experience about church, but I want to know church this way. I want to know church as you describe it. Wherever you are, do me a favor, just lift your right hand. I don't know church like this, but I want to know church like this, as a warm place as a place where when you gather we are happy and we come glad, gladly and maybe you are here also and you, you know you say pastor I don't know Jesus I've been in church but I don't know Jesus as somebody personal or somebody close you too if you are here wherever you are raise your right hand raise your right hand yes I don't know Jesus I don't know church this is new to me I mean today is very different I want to have this I want to know this. Thank you. 
Just your right hand. Just your hand. God bless you. I see your hands. I see your hands. Listen, if your hand is raised, do me a favor and just come. Walk to the front. Just walk to the front. Just walk to the front. Just come. Just come. Ushers, come with them. Come running. Come just come as they come. Just come, everyone. Come I don't know church like this. I have not been in this place before. What Jesus is calling, His grace will be your cover. His blood will flow freely. And if you are also here for the very first time, can I see your hand? You are here for the very first time. For the very first time. Yes, you to join, join, join us. Join us up front here. Join us up front here. If you are here for the very first time. God bless you. Clap. Oh, clap for them as they come. You are here for the very first time. Oh, clap for them as they come. Come running, come running to the mercy sets where Jesus is calling. His grace will be your cover. His grace will flow freely. He'll purify your healing. Come running to the mercy seat. Are you clapping for them? Are you clapping come for them? Running, come running, come running to the mercy seat where Jesus is calling. I want us to pray. My brothers, my sisters. I want us to pray. And um, this prayer, as we pray, is one that the Lord will hear. If the choristers can give me their seats, I'll be so happy. Okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. This prayer we are about to pray is one that I believe the Lord will hear and answer like nothing before. And I want you to pray after me. Let us pray. Dear Jesus, today I come to you just as I am. Lord Jesus, I believe you came from heaven to die on the cross to pay for my sins and wash them away. This morning, forgive me of all my sins. Give me a new heart. One that will love you and serve you all my days. Prepare a place for me in heaven by your side and write my name in the book of life. Today, I am born again. I give my life to Jesus and welcome him inside. And Jesus, you are my Lord, my master, my savior, my best friend. Thank you, Father, for sending Jesus. And Lord, thank you so much for these young ones as they 
stand here in front of this house to confess your name before the heavenlies. Thank you for every one of them. I pray that Lord, you mark them for the rest of their natural life that they serve you with great strength in this world. That they are committed to your name forever, and that these ones will be known by as your children here in this land. Thank you so very, very much. In Jesus' name, amen. International Bantama behind the Confidence Eating Place. This is every Sunday at 9:30 a.m. and 6 p.m. every Tuesday. Stay blessed.